Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Karen McGregor, a thought leader who works with leaders around the world. And are we not each of us a leader? Really, we are. So we are fortunate to have Karen McGregor with us this morning to learn how to do this in our own life. And Karen's also an author. Her book, The Tao of Influence, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Leaders and Entrepreneurs, will be available later this summer, and it will be a helpful guide and support. Karen McGregor, good morning. It is really wonderful to have you join us this morning. Thank you so much, Kate, for having me on your show. I really appreciate you and the work that you do, and I feel that you're bringing us such important, critical gifts that uh, would be valuable at any time in our lives. But right now, with all that's going on in our in the world, and therefore, you know, it comes and filters into each of our lives, this is so critically important to help us to know how we can have some calm in the midst of all this chaos and uncertainty that's going on in the world. So thank you for being uh, that calming presence and the words of wisdom that you are. Oh, well, thank you. I, I agree. This is uh, perhaps more important than any other time we've lived in right now to uh to stay calm and to have that presence for ourselves and others. And, you know, when this, um, in North America, when the pandemic really hit back in late winter, in, in March, and I was thinking, oh, you know, we may be home for a couple of weeks, and here we're stretching into three months having passed us by already. You know, so we it's so unprecedented. And, you know, fortunately, some of us continue to work and we're grateful for that for certain, but others are not. And so there's so much stress that is really impacting people, isn't there? There sure is. And I think that the the biggest stress for a lot of people is the uncertainty. And and I think that's where my book and my, my work comes in is really around how are we uh, dealing with this this feeling of uncertainty, um, because whether you know whether we have a job or not, there's still that level of uncertainty. What's going to happen? What you know? What is the world going to look like? How is this going to impact me and my family? So there's a lot of um, a lot of that. I think that's creating the additional stress. Exactly, and the thing is. That's always a condition in life, but right now it's almost as though we're going through a very, really a special kind of experiment, except it's not, it's life, but we're having the opportunity to, if we can, just kind of step back a bit and see how all of this works. It's hard to do, of course, when there are all these pressures. But I think that's where you, with uh, with this new book that's going to be coming out to us fairly soon, I, time will pass very quickly, The Tao of Influence. This is going to really underscore and, and be a, a, a great guide to refer to uh, so that we can incorporate this into our lives. Yes, um, absolutely. And I think the main thing, Kate, is that what we need to focus on are the basics of understanding the nature of our mind and really why is it that we are 
coming into this uh, reactionary state because for most of us, it is definitely instead of a receptive state of, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what we're, you know, what we're going to um, going to work through. Uh, we're going through a reactionary state, and that that actually the receptive and reactionary are the you know the two the two main areas in which we need to look at every time we have a thought, every time that we start to feel that tension, the stress, um, is can we move from the reactionary to the receptive state? And and a lot of that comes through um, training our mind uh, and our, you know, our thought systems to really come down into a state of recognizing that our thoughts um, are not only ours, actually. They come from all over the place. They come from the outside. They come from our ancestors. They come from our immediate family, but many, uh, and media, of course, as we all know. Um, and so we hear, we see, we we experience, and then we take that on. And um, And so it's very important to learn to deal with the thoughts that come into our head um, and to not necessarily take them on as our own and to allow ourselves to let go of them. And that is such a critical awareness. I dare to say that many of us don't think of it in that way, that we are so often just instantly reactionary. So I think it's so important that you're pointing that out, Karen, and for us to really embrace that and be more conscious of it each moment, really, of the day. Yes, and, you know, one of the most simple ways to start this whole process of being aware of our thoughts and actually practicing releasing those ones that are really not helpful um, is in the morning. So when you wake up in the morning, uh, one of the things, uh, you know, the listeners, uh, everyone can do, all of us can do, is to um, uh, be aware, first of all, of what you're thinking as soon as you wake up. So some people have very pleasant thoughts, and they wake up, and they're very relaxed, and they're happy, and they have their coffee. Uh, but most people right now are waking up a little bit, un- again, the uncertainty produces the stress inside the body and we wake up not feeling good then the negativity sets in or the negative thoughts are you know one after the other and and soon enough our whole morning is filled with stress and tension Um, and so what I always recommend is to start this process of the awareness of thoughts just simply uh, as soon as you wake up Move your body because those thoughts that when you're laying in bed are most likely not going to be helpful. Move your body. Get out of bed. Go and look at a different part of your of your house than you normally would look at in the morning because having a different visual perspective for those people that can see, a visual perspective is is really important because you are now... Uh, mentally shifting. So you're basically saying, okay, I hear you thoughts, I acknowledge you're there, <laughs> but now we're going to shift. And so 
um, movement. Doesn't have to be aerobic movement. Just get out, get off your bed, uh, move, look into a different spot, and then just allow that thought as you're doing all of that to release. And it actually is much easier if you do those two things that I just said um, in the morning. The other thing is, are you waking up and having to rush? Or are you waking up and immediately going to your laptop, your device, you know, your your devices? Um, because if you are, the chances are that that negativity and that stress carries with you and actually becomes more intense. Um, there's many studies that show that, you know, our devices actually do contribute to um, additional negativity and stress. And I believe, you know, that it's not just the frequencies that are emitted. It's definitely that we're sitting in one spot. The more we sit in one spot, the more we don't move, the more we, you know, just solidify our bodies. Um, it's very easy, if we have any fear at all, to have that magnified because our bodies contribute to helping us move through that fear. So what a great way to begin the day because it is in a state of calm and it it has the potential to really then set the tone for the rest of the day. You know, it really does. And, and I feel like myself, um, people say to me, well, you know, you wrote the book, you're the expert, you probably have no problems. (laughs) And I say, no, it's not that we don't have any stress or experience any problems. It's just that once you start practicing this, your uh, challenges, your problems actually become like... um, like a, if you look at it as a job almost, if you have a problem or a challenge or you're, you're stressed, you just try um, to release the unhelpful thoughts and do what you need to do for the rest of the day. So I always say to people, you don't need to meditate and go to an ashram, you know, for 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 um, you know months at a time to to do this work. Um, but it, you know, it is work to be able to be aware of your thoughts. And so what I say, um, Kate is, you know, just take the baby steps. Uh, the first thing you want to do after you get up in the morning and you do that routine is to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to block off, you know, even uh, on your, on your phone, block off, uh, 10 minutes, you know, or even five minutes where you just simply sit and just allow your thoughts to like practice emptying your thoughts. So in a, so some people call that meditation, but I really just call it a practice of clearing the mind. And when you do that, you know, let's say once, twice, three times a day, maybe work yourself up to, you know, three, five minute sessions a day. Um, the, the, the biggest thing is to just allow your thoughts to come and go and not be obsessed with trying to rid yourself of, of any thoughts because that will never happen. We, as, as human beings, the nature of the mind is to actually have 
the thoughts um, that are, what can I say, um, the nature of the mind is to have disturbing thoughts, unfortunately, because as soon as we are born, you know, we, we, we are in love, we have, we have this, this loving nature about us, we have lots of beautiful thoughts and fun thoughts, but generally speaking, most of us fairly early on experience things that, that make us, um, you know, feel less than or, or scared or troubled in some way. And those early experiences stay with us. Uh, quite often, they stay with us for the rest of our life, unless we're not, you know, unless we're aware. Okay, you know, these these insecurities that we're currently feeling. This is what I always say to my friends too: is the pandemic has not created new insecurities. It's it's actually that the old insecurities from from our childhood are now intensified. So everything that's happening is intensified because of what we're now experiencing, but it's all old. It's all old stuff. So if we can recognize that, be gentle on ourselves, see that the thoughts, you know, as they come into you, that they can be released, that they can, that they're not yours. They're old. They're, it's old stuff. And yes, we have to deal with the pandemic, but if we can realize that we can, we do have a choice to release the thoughts that still work. What, what are the things that we can do? Positive things, small things during the day that will help us to move forward in our life. So it's not about sitting back and surrendering the entire day, you know, but really to take action without having the chaos of the day is what, you know, is, is really um, what the yogis call, you know, it's a great practice for everyone. Uh, prayer is another one, you know, having uh, meditation, prayer, um, clearing the mind, all these things, even in five minute increments are very, very helpful right now. And as you said, all the time, Kate, <laughs> And I, I really appreciate your uh, uh, saying that we do have choice in this, but it is a practice so that letting these thoughts come up, being able to observe them, choosing what we're going to do with them so that because they are old, they're even ancient, really, that surface in us, that we can then make peace with it. And some of them, you know, are really great teachers for us as well. Yes, they, you know, they really are. And I always say that everything in life can be the gift to help you grow as a person, as a human being. And, you know, because my book is called The Tao of Influence, I always remind people, every single one of us, can be influential to the world and to other people, but it's very, very difficult to see ourselves as having any kind of impact on others in the world if we're so mired in our own fears and insecurities right now. So I would say, you know, you may not have a, a job that is, a, you know, in a, in a position of 
a quote power. Of course, we're all renegotiating what that word means right now anyway, um, <laughs> really. Um, but we are all powerful. We're all influencers uh, in our own way. And we can shift the world together if we have this ability to make um, the choice and to have the practice to calm ourselves. And, and the other thing, Kate, that we haven't talked about that I think is really important is the creativity of new solutions in this uncertain time is so vital. We need new solutions. We need new things to come forth uh, to replace things that were not working and are not working. But we can't do that with a mind full of fear and insecurity and worry and stress. It's, it's literally impossible for the mind to have space to be creative. And so that's another thing that people don't realize is they're, you know, they're, the, the new can't come forward if we're hanging on to all of this stress. Oh, yes. Yes, it's so important to really embrace that and understand that. Because, again, I think we, although this is such a chaotic time, if we can see that there's such great opportunity to create a better world, then it gets very exciting. But you know, not to dismiss the, the the stresses, but you're helping us to realize that we have the choice of analyzing what's going on and, and how we want to proceed through each moment and then through the day. Yes, exactly. So if we can uh, release the thoughts, practice that, and even lower our stress a little bit, then we're in a much better place to say, okay, here's the thing's that I have to do today. Here's the things that I want to do today and do them in a place of calm uh, because that is going to be having the greatest influence and impact, you know, on others. And even for those of you who might be thinking, well, this only applies to work, it actually is, you know, applies to everything, including perhaps people with young children who you know, are, are feeling the weight of what's going on and the stresses of the world, those young children pick up immediately what our energy is like. We don't have to say a word. Um, they know and they're impacted by it. And so, yes, it is very, very important to just do what we need to do, uh, but have that practice of release and, and letting go. And, of course, calm is also our environment. So that's yes. another thing I wanted to bring up is um, that, you know, we may not be able to control the global environment, but right now we can control our home environment as well as our internal environment. So if you look around your home, now what are the things that bring calm to you and what are the things that are creating stresses? So for me, one of the things that I, I really look at in my home is, are, are there things piling up? Are there things that I don't want anymore that really could be used by someone else that I could be just, you know, um, getting rid of, so to speak? I don't like that term so much, but that's what comes to mind. Um, those things that are no longer useful or, or 
or uh, bringing you a, a smile to your face or beauty. Um, because the more that we rid ourselves of these things, really the more we're saying, you know, less is more. Spaciousness counts. Calm counts. And uh, and I really think that our world is moving to a less materialistic world. At least I would hope so. I do see really good signs of of people being more interested in sustainability and supporting the world with with having less but feeling more. So that's the idea, right? You, yes. you have less, but you actually feel so much more fulfilled and and calm and happy. Um, and so I I really am a big proponent of of less is more and and uh, and and on that note, what are the things that you can buy or purchase that do support the calm? Things like candles, things like perhaps a salt lamp, uh, which is very good by the way for diffusing any of your electronic devices, the energy of it. That's why. People feel good around salt lamps, and salt lamps are all also nature. So when you look at anything in your home that comes from nature, so rock, you know, crystal salt, um, all those things. That's why when we go outside in bare un, and walk in bare feet, immediately we can feel more calm, more grounded. So having those natural elements within our home is also really supportive of us. So, Kate, what I guess what I'm saying is our external environment is something we can really control and our internal environment. And when we mix those two, even if we have to stay home because of COVID, more often, um, you know, we can have that sense of fulfillment, enjoyment, calm, happiness. And I think we can appreciate, as you describe that, Karen, how the one reflects the other so that if we have kind of that chaos and clutter around us, it affects us spiritually and emotionally and mentally. So to be able to clear that up helps us to feel calmer and the mind is clearer. Yes. Yes, it really does. And even, uh, you know, people who have an office with huge amounts of piles of paper. Now, some people actually thrive in that and they have no problem with it. Um, But for most of us, when we look at the paper, we instantly have a thought of, oh, gosh, I have so much to do. Or, oh, I'm, I'm over, you know, overworked, overwhelmed. And, um, and so those, uh, parts of us that think that, um, even if it's a very fleeting thought that you're not even aware of, it's just almost subconscious, it does add to the day in terms of that stress and that that overwhelm. And, uh, and right now, even with bills, you know, people having trouble paying bills and, and that kind of thing, it can be very, very um, good practice. You know, once you have looked at it or you've dealt with it, uh, just immediately try to deal with it, first of all, if you can, in your own way, um, and and then put it away. So you're not visually seeing those bills. 
You're not visually seeing things that could contribute to the next anxious thought. Does that make sense, Kate? Oh, yes, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. And it's, so, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was thinking, you know, when you look at it, you deal with it, you put it away. It helps us to conserve energy in that way so that we're not repeatedly looking at it, which, you know, makes it seem like it's happening over and over again. I love that you say that because I think there's so many people out there, at least my friends, who've been saying, I'm so tired lately. It's just, you know, I'm not really physically doing as much, but my my body is so exhausted. And uh, and my, you know, theory on that is that many of us are at home now and we have these stressful thoughts and the stressful thoughts impact our immunity and our immunity then says, hang on here, we need more sleep and we don't want to sleep because we're anxious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm only laughing. I should not be laughing. But the reason I laugh is because laughter is a way to really embrace, you know, the fact that we we do. Yes, we're having a good, you know, a tough time, but we can also have moments of of joy and laughter, you know. And so, uh, so I'm not trying to be trite, but it is important that we find the sense of humor that we uh, rekindle that as well. So so that that's one thing we need to look at is if we're tired, it more likely than not is something that we're thinking about that's related to this whole pandemic, to the conditions that we're currently in, uh, to our personal lives and our home and our home because we are looking at things constantly. 24-7 in our homes. So all those things, like you said, Kate, it does impact our level of energy throughout the day. So what I really recommend for all the listeners out there is just start small. You don't have to tackle your whole house, but the, the things that are mo- most likely to generate and trigger a stressful thought are the things that you need to work with first. So just baby steps, you know? Yes. And that way we, again, will not be overwhelming ourselves, which is the last thing we want to do. So we should mention your... Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. I was going to say we should mention your website so that people have a way to get more information. And particularly, they will be able to find out about the book, the new book that's coming, The Tao of Influence. It can be pre-ordered. And uh, all of that information is at your website, right? Yes. So um, people can pre-order also on Amazon now. That's fine. But if you pre-order on my website, karenmcgregor.com, and the book comes out on September the 8th, um, you'll also receive a whole bunch of awesome gifts. So things that are uh, related to what we talked about today, really helping people to understand themselves better, to understand their loved ones better, so that you you can really um, impact the world in a greater way by being able to navigate through difficult times like this. Um, and so it's KarenMcGregor.com. So McGregor is M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R. So KarenMcGregor.com. And, and there you'll find also uh, other resources that 
are very helpful for uh, being able to calm yourself, to take a leadership role in your life and really feel more fulfilled. And leadership, just to underscore that one, that is what we need to be. Each of us are leaders in our own right, and the world really needs each and every one of us, you know, coming forth and doing our part, right? Yes, and I think that's the premise, too, of of everything that I write about is that that we are influencers, we are leaders, we we do have choice. We do every every choice we make can either impact the world positively or negatively. And if we look at it that way, we really are very, very powerful, positively powerful people when we make those choices uh, for ourselves and for the world. And I am so grateful that we've been able to really offer some very concrete ways of doing that and living our each day in, in that way, Karen McGregor. You are really such a gift, which is what I thought right at the outset of our having this conversation. <laughs> and um, there you are. You've presented that gift of yourself to us. Thank you so greatly. Thank you so much, Kate, for allowing me to share this very important and vital information. Well, it's been my pleasure. I'm just grateful that you're living your your life and your mission in the world and that you have been able to share that with us today. Thank you. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Karen McGregor and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. David Nuremberg. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I do greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I'll get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the podcast tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of being thoughtful, being kind. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.